0: It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of blindandroidusers.com. Kick back, relax, and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 62 of the Blind Android Users podcast. I'm Ed Green, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Warren Carr, Fee Dunn, and Doug Cameron. And we're coming to you on Saturday, the 12th of February, 2022. I have a busy announcement section this week. And we then turn our minds to the next settings category in Android settings, and that is connected devices. Then we have an app of the week from Warren, and that is the Riff Reddit client, and we close with highlights from Talkback. Well, how are we all? Warren? What's going on?
0: You know what? We got such a wonderful weather. It was like 60 whatever degrees a couple of days ago. And that big, big, you know, ice pile in, in front of my house finally said goodbye. I still have a bunch in the back of my house, but the driveway is all nice and clean. So I'm happy, and I can wait to finish this so I could go out there. I think we're going to get up to, like, 56 degrees or something like that. Today. So it's beautiful. Other than that, I'm doing well.
1: That's good. So your driveway is cleaner than a conscience that never owned a Pixel.
0: Exactly. Like you. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen the to him.
2: What's happening? Uh we've had some sunshine today, which has been nice, but it's also been a very, very cold wind. So I did go out for my usual walk, but ugh, a bit cold. Um other than that, yeah, bit a bit I've had a bit of a busy week, but uh, but good. Um yeah. London London is all good.
1: Dagabo, how's life in your truck cab on the uh Windsor uh Detroit border?
3: Uh, I'm far from that one. Uh, the closer one to me is um, down, sitting on um, the coots border crossing. But, you know, it's not too, too bad. Keeping quiet, Edmonton's going to be a complete and utter crapshoot today because more protests. But, yeah, overall, I'm not too, too bad. Keeping, nice. keeping busy.
1: Good, good, good. And where's the boy Pinto, Warren?
0: So the Pinto boy is getting hitched. So you gals out there, if you are hoping and looking for something, and the Pinto boy is getting hitched. Nah, just <laughs> kidding. Uh, Austin has a wedding in the family, someone in their family getting wedded. So uh, he's out there partying and drinking.
1: Can we start calling sure him the Pinto bean? We
0: can. <laughs> we can. <laughs> I think that from now on, next week, when he comes back, let's all say, welcome back, Pinto bean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm not doing that I'm not doing that What are you not doing? <laughs> Calling him that
1: <laughs> Calling him what?
2: What you just said What, what did you say? <laughs> nothing
0: Nothing is from England You know, that guy, Uh, what's his name? Carl pay what's his name? The guy with the nothing uh, Oh, those are actually pretty good earbuds <laughs> from, from what I hear yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What? It's a shame Fee didn't say it because then we could edit her in calling it him, but she yeah. was obviously wise to that. Uh, I am, yes. Yeah.
0: She's, 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 she's wiser than, than, than us. Not as green
1: as she's cabbage licking. Uh Anyway, it was Austin's birthday last week, though. So if anyone does want to send him, you know, some booze, a new phone, anything like that, I'm sure he'd appreciate it. So uh, yeah, it was his birthday. Happy
0: birthday! Happy Austin. birthday,
1: Austin! Happy birthday!
0: Happy birthday! We should actually make sure someone
3: sends <laughs> his brother an Android phone. <laughs> that way, it makes Austin's day just a little bit better.
1: Exactly. <laughs> oh, that,
0: yeah, because
2: his brother's got an iPhone, doesn't he? Yeah, he
1: has an iThing br- thirteen something or other. I think
0: his brother's naughty, naughty, naughty,
1: naughty brother. <laughs> Now we turn to the announcement section, and it was quite a week this week. Earlier in the week, Google announced uh, the launch of Android 13 Developer Preview 1, which you can flash to eligible Pixel devices. I think that's the Pixel 4 and up. Uh, Warren, we've both installed it. I only did it today, but uh, you did it a bit earlier, I think. What, What are your impressions? And you put it on your main phone, didn't you?
0: I put it on my main phone the very hour it dropped. And um, it was quite a thing because here I was, I got to the setup screen and, you know, tapped on the get started, whatever. And then I decided to, you know, tap on the Wi-Fi. And I have some special symbols like, you know, the star or the ad sign or some numbers and stuff like that in my Wi-Fi password. Then I went to hit the shift button, and it was a no-go. Then I tried the Symbols key. I held down the Symbols key. I double tapped the Symbol key and held it. Nothing happened. And I thought maybe there was some mistake somewhere. I restarted the phone. The same thing happened. And so you know what? Finally, all I did was simply set it offline, paired my Bluetooth keyboard to it, signed into my Wi-Fi, then sign into my Google account all using my Bluetooth keyboard. Once that was done and I started, you know, downloading my stuff, everything now works fine.
1: I had a variant of that. Uh, my shift key and symbols key wouldn't work properly, but they did work when I double-tap and double-tapped and held them. The weird thing then though was that half the letters wouldn't work. So Four out of the five vowels would, and probably about six consonants. But the other ones I had to double tap and hold, which was entertaining because if I held them too long, the alternative characters would come up, like under the N or under the A. So you had to get that double tap and hold precisely right. There was a very odd situation, though, that because half the numbers wouldn't work properly, I couldn't put my pin in. So I I ended up factory resetting... uh, going going to still android 13 obviously not creating a pin and then i noticed happily there was an update for gboard which then made my characters work properly and i was able to set a pin and all, all as well but it was my first experience of uh unlocking the bootloader and flashing something onto my phone as well which was which is quite interesting uh a couple of false starts but nothing bricked happily Have you noticed much else about Android 13 thus far, Warren? Any any major things you've come across?
0: So in reality, this is just the developer preview. And usually there's not much really going on, except that, you know, this is intended for developers. So they could test it with their apps and all of that. The regular good stuff usually don't start showing up till the uh, bed is open. And that would be be sometime in April. However, we do want to mention here in passing, I think the one that I like is the fact that you could set your clipboard to time out after certain minutes or whatever, because some apps kind of try to sniff your keyboard or your clipboard to find out what's going on there. And Google is getting on top of that. And so there's a lot of the privacy thing implemented in here. Then, you know, the guest mode is kind of better. You could install apps for the guests. You can install the apps that the guests could use and things like that. So I like that idea. And then I think another one is also the visual thing, basically. This has to do with uh you know folks who can see now you know the material you Google is trying to push it to where every app could use that or you know take a part into uh, making their apps look uh, have that material you going on and the last one I don't remember what it is but we'll see what happens next month if they introduce something new and especially in April when the first beta opens up. Other than that, uh, another thing, though, that I want to say is that this is the strangest um, uh, preview I ever saw because usually they come with their own new TalkBack or Android Accessibility Suite. This one didn't. It's still at uh, TalkBack 12.1.
1: Yeah, I was going to mention that as well. We also had a couple of announcements from Samsung this week. Warren, they announced something about software updates, didn't they?
0: They did. And frankly, I think Samsung simply put Google to shame. If Samsung's giving us four years of OS updates, and Google, you are the Android gatekeeper, and you're giving us a miserable three-year OS update, come on, man, that's no bueno. Uh, so I really like what Samsung is doing and it makes me like, hey, maybe it's time to give Samsung another wink, you know? <laughs>
1: so you agree with me then that Pixel are just the Fisher Price of the phone?
0: No, 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 no. Well, when it comes to the Pixel 6, this is no Fisher Price a <laughs> product.
1: <laughs> but do you agree that all the other ones were?
0: Well, when it comes to the software thing, though, um, giving us three years, I may tend to agree with you, but maybe not using the word Fisher, because Fisher is no bueno. You know? But seriously, I think Samsung, Samsung is really doing a great job here by doing that. And to add to that, even the watch now also has four years of OS update, another reason why someone may get a Samsung watch.
1: And as well as four years of software updates, they even said that selected devices would get five years of security updates.
0: Uh, yeah, all of, yeah all, of, all of those yeah. uh, flagship ones. Yeah, and that even goes back to the S21. Just imagine that. They retroed so that we're having even the S21 from last year joining the party. That's commendable on Samsung's part.
1: It's pretty good. I just wish they'd keep the five-year security updates at monthly rather than uh, planing them off onto quarterly after a little while, but it's still very, very good. And they also released some phones. Did you, did you catch up with these?
0: So here's what happened. I tried to add one to my card. They had the same thing that happened to Google, um, and because I'm not into that Samsung that much, After it says uh, something went wrong, I just didn't forget that. I'm not going to do it. So I didn't get one. I was going to get one to simply just unbox it for our podcast and send baby back home to mama or whatever happens thereafter. But I couldn't get one, so I didn't didn't do it. I was going to get the Ultra. That's what I was going for.
1: Yeah, it it seemed to me that the S22 and the S22 Plus are kind of steady as she goes. There's nothing a bit of above 256 gig with those two there's a slightly better exynos or xenos or qualcomm processor depending on which part of the world you live in i do wish they wouldn't do that the ultra seemed kind of interesting though if very very expensive for two reasons for me one is that there's a stylus which will or the s pen or whatever they call it which will actually fit in the phone which seems kind of neat if you like your S-Pens. But the other thing as well is that the Ultra has storage capacity of up to a terabyte. Uh, so that's quite that's quite interesting.
3: I guess the one thing I'll throw there is, what do you think? Is the, is the Ultra now going to be what the old Note series was?
1: Uh, so everyone thinks. I think it's kind of merged. Apparently it looks like the Note, feels like the Note, smells like the Note. Uh, and there wasn't a note last year. So everyone seems to be saying the note's dead. So
3: yeah, because we'll see. after seeing this come out with the S Pen and all the software that it has, I, I I can't see what they could do with the note line that they now haven't done with the S series.
1: Yeah, and we haven't had a note for a bit. So yeah. the, the smart money seems to be on the note being dead.
3: Especially now, too, you look at the last note that came out was kind of mediocre. Like, it really, the S series pummeled it in pretty much every way imaginable.
0: Well, though, I think that what is nice about this one, too, though, is the fact that uh, Samsung used the same (coughs) material, whether it's the Ultra or the startup uh, version, like the regular S22, because in prior versions, those would be like, you know, um, maybe either polycarbonate or something else. But, you know, both of these are the same material and both have both the uh, uh, Victus Glass Plus on both the front and the back. You know, unlike Google, where you have that only on the 6 Pro, while the... uh, the regular Pixel 6 only has it in the front and not the back. So Samsung actually is doing something uh, different this year, but like you guys have correctly pointed out, I think that folks who like the regular Ultra version are maybe a little bit disappointed because this one catered toward more uh, Note fans.
3: Well, I kind of think what's happening is we see the Note series has kind of merged into 22 Ultra so I'm honestly starting to think that um, we're going to see some advancements in um, internalizing the S Pen in the Z Fold for the next variant. I'm kind of wondering if the Z Fold is not going to become what the Note series used to be. Yeah, it, yeah. Just, it seems to make a lot more sense to basically kill off the Note and put focus on the Z series.
0: I think what you are saying, Cam, makes sense because if i were samsung i'll put that s pen or whatever stylus on the fold as to the ultra because you want to you know kind of meet a balance here you know please both sides in the sense that uh, you provide something for people who are looking for the note let them get the fold and someone who likes a straight up ultra without any of that give them that but no I guess we're well, not part of the decision. I, I
3: think the S Pen has a place on both screen, both devices. Because having a 6.8-inch screen, the, I, like I found previously having notes, the S Pen on the larger screens does actually have a really good purpose. So I think having it offered on both platforms is really great. I think the S Pen should have more features when used with a uh, Fold series over and above the the S22 Ultra. Just kind of the same way that the S Pen basically had all these special features built into the Note series. You basically get a stock basic variant when you buy the Ultra and you get almost like a plus version when you buy the Fold. Because to me, that would just make sense.
2: Can I ask what the advantage of the pen is compared to just using your fingers? Because I've never used one and probably some other people listening to this haven't either. So I'm really curious oh. to know why, why would you want the pen?
3: What I can do? honestly say as someone who has kind of some low vision use, I found it useful for doing stuff like markups. So if say I get a document sent to me, I can zoom it in, I can... Circle a word with the s pen with a little bit more accuracy than I could with my finger but For a use case for say a told someone who's totally blind I honestly don't know that there is a use case for the s pen other than potentially having mobility impairments because A lot of the features that we see with the s pen are highly graphical and highly visual Now I know some people are going to disagree with me on that. And that's great. I'd actually like to hear what some use cases are for people who are totally blind. But based off my experiences, it's more useful for people who are low vision, 2 sighted, than it is for anybody else.
1: Presumably you can handwrite with it, can you?
3: You can. can. And it's actually really accurate. Like, when I used it on my Note 9, I actually did most of my texting with the S Pen, uh, with the Google or Samsung handwriting mode. It was so absolutely
1: amazing. For whatever reason, voiceover had a handwriting feature on the iPhone. So I guess. Oh, that confused me that. so much. <laughs> <laughs> you could use the S Pen <laughs> if you were a total who enjoys handwriting. I'm not one of those.
0: We do have handwriting uh, on Gboard if you want, and it works. You know, using your finger. I, I, I use it now. It's and so down. clunky.
2: Yeah, I I do think uh, it, it would be easier to use a pen for that. I mean. I don't think I'd pay extra money for one, but I think if I got a phone (laughs) for other reasons and it came with one, I'd definitely play with that and with the handwriting and see, you know, was my handwriting good enough that Google knew it? (laughs) The answer will probably be not really, but it'd be interesting to have a play.
1: And that Ultra as well, if Warren wasn't so cheap, he'd love it. It's a big phone. It's is a it? big? Big phone uh, by
2: all accounts. So is it big? Not, how big is not,
0: it? It's not that much bigger than. Is it the almost Xbox like a Six point eight, uh, and then you have the regular one, six point one, and the middle uh, girl is at uh, six point six. So and the Pixel Pro yeah, yeah. is uh, what six point seven or six point eight. It's just yeah. not too much of a difference really. So, but I was looking chassis, forward to it. I wanted to uh, unbox it for the podcast, but uh, I wasn't that yeah. desperate. Now
2: what I really want to know, me... I what yeah. I really want to know because I always want to know this is do any of them have memory card slots? And I'm guessing I no, probably no, know what no, the I answer don't. already. Oh, no.
1: that no, makes like... me sad. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I don't know why people keep doing this on the email list. Samsung is not bringing back the memory card or the headphone socket on its flagships. It went. It's gone. It's not coming
3: back, folks. Sorry. It's
2: I want ever... them to bring it back now, just to prove you wrong. For anyone
3: who's like super techie though, I have noticed on my S20 FE, we have access to use network storage. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Yeah. if you're techie enough, create your own FTP servers or your own online servers and use a network storage system.
0: It's not the same a- thing as the SD card. As I always said, Samson's a bad dancer. You know, next moment they're doing a two-step and the next one they're doing a, uh, you know, a hippie dance. Come on, man. Make up your mind.
1: It's not coming back.
0: It's gone. <laughs> I'm actually it kind of glad back. it's gone. I like, remember. I,
3: yeah. I'm probably one of the few who is, like, super pumped that they're not bringing it back because I just don't have it's a use case work. for it. Yeah, but. but you don't have to have one
1: just to touch one final thing uh release dates it kind of varies from uh week after next to throughout march well sorry th- through to about mid march uh that depends both what phone it is and where you are the ultra seems to be coming out first which is interesting uh certainly here but sort of by i don't know 20th of march if you're in the uk canada us or australia you should have all these phones now we move on to Android basics, and we continue our look through the settings category. We've finished up network and internet now, which incidentally I'm pleased to see under Android 13 uh, restored names like Wi-Fi after it, so you now know where Wi-Fi is. But anyway, we're now moving on to connected devices. Warren, do you want to give us a sneaky peeky as to what's in here before we hand over to Fee, who's done various demos?
0: Free has done a tremendous job with our demos, and uh, absolutely, there's not much left to be done. But we are talking about connectivity here. We're talking about things like pairing your Bluetooth, or you know, uh, Chromecasting something, or mirroring, uh, mirror casting your screen to something else, and things like that. So here is where you go in and pair your peripherals, whether it's a headset, a, a keyboard, whatever it is that you want to pair to your phone. And there are some that, you know, you could use NFC and stuff like that. That's the one that is used when you go to do payment methods, the stores, contactless, payment methods, and things like that. So in here, we have the Bluetooth connectivity. We have the NFC connectivity and all of that. So if you have a device that has uh, NFC, you could use that. But a lot of us have the uh, Bluetooth. And I've always said my Bluetooth connectivity, especially when it comes to keyboards, I don't like those that require you to enter a uh, code to pair and Logitech is guilty about this. Uh, I, I'm just putting that out there. I have a couple of those and I tell you uh, every time that I reset or, you know, whatever, and I have to pair it again, it's, <laughs> it works for me, but just imagine someone who doesn't have that dexterity to go find the code and then go back and type that on the keyboard or, it can remember what those six digits are it it could be a challenge so for me i like the ones that simply say pair you tap on that you're good to go
1: yeah moral of the story if you are trying to pair a logitech keyboard probably don't get smashed before you do it cuz you'll forget that six digit code fee you've done lots and lots of demos in this category i think so i'm going to hand over to you now to take us through your playlist
2: thank you well i've done three um so the first one is of a lovely Bluetooth keyboard that costs £30 here in the UK. I'm not sure what that is in dollars, but it's, uh, it's not too bad. Um, and this keyboard will pair with up to three devices, and you don't have to enter one of those annoying PIN codes. It just pairs. It's wonderful. So here's a little demo of me pairing it and then using it with one phone and then swapping to use it with a phone I had already paired with, just to prove it works. Hello, I'm going to show you pairing with my new Artec Bluetooth keyboard. It's a folding one. It's got a middle section, and then on top of that, when it's folded up, there's a left and a right section. And then you pull them out to... So you... It's like opening a book. So the middle part you open leftwards as if you're turning the page you just read and the right-hand side you turn rightwards as if you're turning the page back a page. And what that means, the hinges are at each end of the middle part. So when you pull both ends away from, well, up and over away from the middle Um, you end up with a longer keyboard and it makes this noise. And then to fold it up again, it makes this noise. So I've already paired this with two phones. Now, this keyboard is quite cool because it'll let you pair with three phones. Now, you've probably gathered by now that I like phones and I like gadgets. I also like touch typing with a bluetooth keyboard because I find it makes things much much quicker I do use dictation but it makes too many mistakes for me and I find it irritating having to go back and correct them now I make mistakes when I'm typing as well but I usually realize word by word rather than by the time I've dictated a whole paragraph and then have to go back and find where the mistakes are and all that's all very annoying so I don't want to do that. So I've got my Samsung Galaxy S twenty FE, and I'm going to pair it with this keyboard. Open settings.
4: Showing that opening settings. 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 Search accounts and backup. Google. Google. Location. Privacy. Bi- bi- locks.
2: I'm left uh, arrowing because I on started in the middle of the screen Showing. by accident. Let's go up to the top.
4: Connections. Wi-Fi. There we go. 32. Connections. Navigate. Connect. Search setting. Wi-Fi. Songwriter. Ticked. Wi-Fi. Bluetooth. two hundred forty,
2: Bluetooth. Right, I'm going to open that in a moment, but first of all, I'm going to unfold the keyboard again. Now, the way this keyboard works, and the reason I'm demonstrating it is because it's a little bit different from other keyboards I've used before. Normally, there's a particular Bluetooth key that you use to pair with any phone. On this one there are three Bluetooth keys. So I've already paired a phone, using, pressing the function key with Q, and I've already done one with the function key with E. Now the only one left of the three is W, so I'm gonna press function, the FN, which is the second key along, so the bottom left key is control, and then there's the function or FN key. So I'm gonna press that, and hold the W for four seconds, one, Two three four five just to make sure. Let go now. Ticked
4: Bluetooth ticked NFC and con ticked Bluetooth
2: open the Bluetooth bit.
4: Bluetooth navigate up button. Somers row. Somers zero. So one that's one got four. my
2: other devices.
4: Somers row lap lap SSEs to blue Bluetooth 3.0 cable blast La- tip I I mini, mini light of it. 198 East. Bluetooth 5.1 keyboard.
2: That's the one, so I'll double-tap that.
4: Laptop SMRs. No. Bluetooth pairing request. Pair with Bluetooth 5.1 keyboard. Cancel. Pair. Button. Cancel. Pair. Bluetooth. 98. Blast 2. Pair Blast 2. I Icle- clever ICB. So now... Navigation
2: bar. Just to prove to you that's worked. Bluetooth 9080.
4: Tab navigation bar. Home. One UI home. Phone. Out. Messages.
2: I'll open messages.
4: Messages. 71 and red message. Selected. All. Tab one, of 1. The 12th of January. Hello again. Thanks for your answers so far. Please remember to complete the survey. Your feedback helps us to improve our... Now,
2: list. that was a survey. Edit box. Out of list. That was a Vodafone survey from ages ago that I couldn't be bothered with. But I've opened that message thread just so I can type something. So I'm going to say...
4: A-E-L-L-O. Hello. B-L-R-D. Blind. A-N-D-R-R-D. Android. U-S-E-R-S. Full users. I-I-L-O-V-E. Love. taif 7
2: Oh, there. I've made a mistake.
4: Spay I deleted 7 deleted. I add this. K E Y B O N R D for keyboard. I t- it's A W E A-W-E-S-O-M-E! S O M E. Exclamation mark.
2: So I'll get it to read you that now.
4: Keyboard. It's awesome. Keyboard. It's. A- oh, editing. Hello, blind Android users. I love this keyboard. It's awesome. Edit box. Enter message.
2: So I'm not going to send that. I'm going to delete it.
4: Selected text. Hello, blind Android users. I love this keyboard. It's awesome.
2: Now I'm going to press backspace.
4: Cleared text.
2: I don't want to type into that phone anymore. I want to now type into my Galaxy S9, which I've already paired.
4: Messages. Shlinder, the 28th. New cat. Selected. New lit. EA. Upgrade. EA. The 17th. Peter Harris. Plus four four. Eight, plus, four, four, four plus four four. Plus four five, five, zero, The... One five zero, the 18th of October 2021. Expect triumph and heartache as the UEFA Champions League enters... Right,
2: so that's... Edit box. Show
4: items 17 to 18 of 30.
2: That's a message from my network on that phone, EE, about the football, which I'm not remotely interested in, but, you know, they think I am, so I've messaged. So now to tell the keyboard, okay, now I want to go to this other phone and use the Bluetooth on that, I press the FN key with E. Caps lock on.
4: Caps lock off.
2: Ah, so you can tell now it's gone back to the S9. So I can say, Hello, capital I. Can type on any of three phones. How? Right, so I get it to read that line.
4: Hello, I can type on any of three phones. How cool. Edit box.
2: Now, I don't want that anymore, so I'm going to delete it, select all, with control A, and press backspace.
4: All text deleted.
2: Now, that's slightly different, because on my S9 at the moment, I'm using the older Samsung voice assistant rather than talkback, but that shows you how easy it is. Okay, there was a slight hiccup, but it's pretty easy to go between keyboards. I would show you my third phone but it's not an Android phone and that might be like swearing in an Android podcast. So shh, don't tell anybody. Bye. And my next demo is to do with watching YouTube videos on your TV. You can start such videos on your phone and then Chromecast them to your TV if you have a Google Chromecast. Hello. This is a quick demo of how to connect your phone to your TV if you have a Google Chromecast. Now, for this demo, I'm using the Google Chromecast with the remote control, the newer one. But this will also work with the older version of Chromecast, but slightly differently. You won't be able to give your older Chromecast direct... Google commands using the remote control because there isn't one but you'll still be able to cast things from your phone and you, you can also do it from your computer but um, this is an Android podcast so I'm just doing it from the phone to your Chromecast uh, using your local network. That's an important thing to say you must be sure to be connected to your local network because I Otherwise, it won't work. And I tried that once and I had turned off Wi-Fi and then wondered why it didn't work when it had worked the day before. Sound on phones is getting much better all the time. But it can't be watching things through a TV. And especially if, like me, you have a sound bar, um, which is connected to the TV To give you even better listening experience because I've got quite an old small TV and the speakers are okay but the soundbar is better. I'm going to show you how to watch something on your phone and then swap it over so that instead of playing on your phone it's playing through your TV. This is really good because the picture is bigger as well so especially if you're watching with sighted people then it will look much better too. So I'm going to open one of my playlists and start playing something.
4: Your movies and shows, your videos, history, your your watch later playlists. Your movies and shows, watch playlists drop down menu, new playlist, liked videos, forty carols at home, six videos, carols at her Christian, see on Android, six Module one, three videos to Hymns, five video. makers, Roche, five videos. Hymns at Home, 13 videos.
2: I'll open the Hymns at Home playlist because it's one that I made and I know what's in it. Sort, navigate up, button, out, cast, search. More options, button.
4: Hymns at Home, public, edit playlist, button, share playlist, button, play. Shuffle.
2: I'm going to shuffle it.
4: 001, 002. Watch zero three? What watch on TV? Button. Watch videos on your TV. Select videos on your phone. Watch them on TV. No, thanks. Button. Watch on TV. No, thanks. Button. Watch on TV. Button. Cast two. Chromecast in list. Showing items. So one, it
2: said it said watch on TV, and I said that I wanted to do that, and now it's giving me a list of devices I can pick. So it said Chromecast.
4: Goes to the link with TV code screen
2: heading. Or you can use a. Link with a TV screen. I'm using Chromecast, so I'll go back to that.
4: Chromecast. YouTube video player. Double and tap to minimize. Touch to open options. Hide controls. Previous video. Rewind ten seconds. Fast forward ten seconds. Next video. Zero
2: hundred hours. Stroke for you. Video player. Double tap to show controls. But you can still. So it's showing 0, on the phone the time moving along. 0, minimise you can minimize that can pause the video and unpause it again play it again that's what I was connected. looking for and then it says cast connected so I could double tap that
4: Chromecast Chromecast volume icon sliding the but to the right lets you control the casting volume voice search remote 100% slider voice search button click to start TV remote voice search button click to start a voice search on your TV button TV remote button click to open a screen that allows you to navigate content on your
2: TV using a d-pad button close so I don't want to do any of that.
4: YouTube, fast, connected.
2: So, now, I've got that playing on my TV and I can say, OK Google, louder.
4: Google Assistant, tap to dismiss Assistant, showing items 1 to 3 of 8. Space. OK
2: Google, louder.
4: Google Assistant, tap to miss Assistant, showing items 1 to 4. Showing items 4 to 8. <laughs> showing item 1 of 1. Music volume set
2: to seventy percent. Ah, what's happened is it's done that on the phone. So what I'd actually need to do is turn it up on my speaker, on my uh, that's attached to the soundbar. Oh, then you, so you can hear it properly. Glory, here, okay, story. Google. Stop.
5: Stop.
2: Okay, that didn't work. That's actually really loud. Now I'm going to press... What I did there was I pressed the middle of the D pad, which is like a directional pad. It's got up, down, left and right arrows, and then a button in the middle that's sort of to select things and press OK. I pressed that to pause the video, but I also could have done that by doing pause on the phone, so if you don't have the remote then you can do that. So that's a very quick demo of how to Chromecast things from YouTube. You can also do this with Netflix, Amazon Prime, BBC iPlayer, there may be other apps. Um, A warning about BBC iPlayer and some of the other TV apps though, they don't always do the audio description Amazon Prime does, and Netflix does, but the BBC app, I'm not sure about, I haven't tried it for a while, but last time I tried it, you could get audio description on your phone, but if you then set it to cast to your TV, then you lost the audio description. And I think that may happen with some of the other British TV apps as well so that's just a warning. It's quite annoying that is but at the moment that's how it is. Another thing that I'll quickly show you while I'm talking about YouTube and Chromecast just because it's so easy is that you can search for a YouTube video by pressing and holding the Google button on the remote control and you can say for example... Google. Play The Holly and the Ivy by Fiona Dunn on YouTube. Playing The Holly and the Ivy with accordion accompaniment.
6: Sung and played by Fiona Dunn on YouTube.
2: That's really very loud. Minimise. Captions More Options. I can the previous video
4: now interestingly
2: what's happened now like oh I've got 54 views that's nice now what's interesting about that is that the phone is now showing that on the screen rather than the video I was playing before. I will now stop that but it's quite handy. That didn't stop. go I don't know why I had to press that button a few times but there we are now it's stopped so there you are I hope that's helpful and the last of my demos for this week is showing you how to play your Spotify music originating from your phone on other speakers around your home here's a quick demo of using other speakers when you're playing things on Spotify. Again, phone speakers are okay, and also you can wear headphones, but you might have a nice speaker setup at home. Um, so you might want to use that. And I'm going to show you how. So I'm in Spotify. I'm going to start playing my music again that I was just listening to. And now I'll turn this down a little bit
4: and i've
2: started from the bottom right and i'm swiping left so i could pause and then play again stop liking this song song. well i don't want to do that because i do like this song and then if i swipe left once more connect to a device device. that's what we want so i'm going to double tap that
4: Devices. Close items to 7 7. so it's
2: got the local it's got the list of available devices
4: device. device.
2: so the current device is this phone which is a smartphone
4: select a device. Heading. Select a device. now I can select the
2: device so we've got a list of a few different things
4: TV. In list.
2: so I could use the Chromecast but I don't want to do that because other devices will sound better
4: Device, button, speaker,
2: echo dot, echo dot. I could use my Echo Dot, but that's not really a very good speaker.
4: More for device, speaker echo
2: dot, echo dot. I've got two Echo Dots, one's newer than the other and it has a much better sound. More for,
4: speaker, kitchen,
2: kitchen. Now Kitchen is a Google speaker, it's a Google Home Mini before they had Nest's. More options for Google Cast device. Kitchen speaker. Kitchen speaker. Oh no, sorry, kitchen is my two Echo devices that make a stereo pair and or Google Cast device. Google kitchen Cast speaker. device is the kitchen speaker. Okay, so I could choose to cast to Chrome and the Google Kitchen speaker. I've done that before, but I don't want to do that. Speaker.
4: More options for device, living room. Speaker, living room
2: living rooms another speaker, More options,
4: speaker TV room, TV room. and
2: TV room is the one I want
4: More for device TV. Device,
2: and I'm back to current device smartphone so 53% start
4: spe- speaker everywhere.
2: and then there's everywhere which is um an Alexa group
4: More options, speaker, TV, room,
2: TV, room. TV room here we go I'm going to change to that now your top songs, 2021 playlist <laughs> connect your device. Devices, menu, button Now that sounds much better, but the song's finished, so let's see what we're going to hear next. What I'm going to do in a moment... Oh, we've got a hymn, because I was learning it for church. Um, If I want to now pause that... There we go, I've paused it by double doing the two-finger double tap on the phone. I can play it again... Do you notice that slight delay? That's because it has to start playing on the phone and then send it to my Sonos speakers. Um, The other thing is that I can now use my Sonos speakers to go to the next track. So I can press the play button twice. And here we have the next track which is Mirror by Sigrid. And um, that's actually, goodness, that's very loud. And then I can say, okay, Google, stop. And it's stopped. Because my Sonos soundbar, which is connected to my two Sonos speakers, can be set up with either Alexa or the Google Voice Assistant, and I've done it with the Google Voice Assistant. So there you go, a quick Spotify demo of how you can play your music on other devices.
1: Thank you, Fee. So that gives you a real flavour of this settings category. I use this quite a lot as well uh, for some of the recent demos I record uh, for the podcast, the ones I've done since Christmas. And now it's time for our App of the Week. And Warren demonstrates an accessible Reddit client, Riff.
0: Hi, this is demonstrating the App of the Week for Episode 62. For Episode 62 App of the Week demonstration, I'll be demonstrating an app called Riff. R-I-F. This is a Reddit client. Just like what the Internet is, there's always the good and the bad. And so is Reddit. I am not here to talk about what you should or shouldn't read on Reddit. However, what I'm doing here is demonstrating a client with which you can use in accessing the Reddit portal. For this demonstration, I'll be using my Pixel 6 Pro running the very first Android 13 Developer Preview 1 that was dropped on February 10 with TalkBack 12.1. For Switch services, I'm delighted to say that the good old Eloquence from CodeFactory still even works on the Android 13 first preview. I am on the home screen now and will tap on Riff. Riff is fun. Let's tap here.
5: Open Reddit links with Riff. Android 12 requires manual association of Reddit links. Tap for settings. Riff is fun. What's new? 5.3.1, Jan 26, 2022. Set your flare and subreddit sidebar. Add images to flare. Toggle flare filters to match on entire or partial text. Selectable text and sidebar. New setting. Appearance greater than link flare. Emoji greater than enabled everywhere. New setting. Browser greater than YouTube player. Try web WebView YouTube player. If native is buggy, fix new bugs. Fixed image gallery. Crash 5.2.3. December 14th, 2021. Fix networking bugs when switching connections. Fixed inbox.
0: You get the drift. Basically, we're being told as to what is new with the latest update and previous updates. Upon opening it for the first time, we heard something talking about Android 12. What we're being told here is that by default, Android 12 does not allow us to open up links within the app. And therefore, we will need to go into the settings and choose the links that we would love to have them open directly within the client. We'll be coming to this later on. For now though, there's a done button at the bottom right which when tapped on, closes us out of this what is new. I'll now tap on the done button to close out of the what is new.
5: Done button. RIF is fun. 28.2k enlist.
0: I am now in the main UI of RIF RIF. This demonstration is not intended to show you what each and every feature does. However, this is simply to give you a quick overview of the client so that at your leisure time, you can go into the app and change things as you see fit. Having said that, I will now tell you the layout of the app. At the very top left corner, we have the open navigation drawer. And then to the far right corner, we got two buttons. There's more options on the far right corner, and to the left of that is the refresh posts. And nestled between the left and right top corners, we simply have this string of text that says,
5: Reddit, the front page of the internet, out of list.
0: Below the open navigation found near the top left are eight tabs. So in total, at the top, there are eight tabs. We do not have any tabs at the bottom. Here are the tabs starting from the left.
5: Hot tab selected. One of eight.
0: We hear hot. And that by default is selected. In other words, when you launch the app, the hot tab is the one that is chosen by default. Now going right there, we have... no
5: tab. Two of 8 new Saved tab 3 of 8 save top tab 4 of 8 controversial tab 5 of 8
0: controversial
5: rising tab 6 of 8 rising gilded tab 7 of 8
0: gilded and the last tab is
5: comments tab 8 of 8 in 8 items
0: comments and that's the last tab Let's now go to the navigational drawer, that's the item found on the top left corner, and see what that contains.
5: Open subreddit drawer, button out of list. Menu, type a subreddit name, edit box.
0: Upon tapping on the open subreddit navigational drawer, the first place we are placed in is an edit field. In other words, here we could type the topic, or the subject matter, or the group that we're looking for. Below that we have
5: settings,
6: button.
0: settings, and tapping on that will take us to the settings of this navigational drawer. However, below that we have the following.
5: Multis button multi-reddits and list. Reddit front page. Filter button. Popular. All. Announcements. Checkbox. Not checked.
0: And then we get to categories, and those are marked by checkboxes. By default, none of these categories is checked. In other words, if there's a category in here that you're interested in, you will check the corresponding checkbox for that category. So you hear checkbox not checked. And if I move my finger down or if I swipe right, for example, More actions, button. There's some more actions. If I swipe or move down my finger one more time, picks. There's picks. So in other words, if I check that checkbox, I am checking the checkbox for picks. Next.
5: Checkbox, not checked. More actions, ask credit. Checkbox, not checked. More actions, today learned. Checkbox, not checked. More action, log. Checkbox, lock checked. More action, world news. Checkbox, Lock checked. More action, science. Checkbox, Log checked. More action, Yama.
0: So on and on it goes. So there are literally hundreds of these things. And you check the boxes for the ones that you want to have as the categories you would like to read from. Now, if you tap on the More Actions that is found between the checkbox and the name of the category, you will see the following items.
5: More Actions button. Pop-up window. View sidebar and list.
0: There's a view sidebar. Remove. Remove and...
5: Notify new posts.
0: Notify new posts. In other words, whenever there's a new material, you'll be notified from within your notification shade. Let's now go back toward the top and tap on the settings and see what that contains. Settings button out of list. Let's tap here.
5: Pop up window. Show front page. Switch on and list.
0: So by default, we have this ones checked as show front page.
5: Show popular. Switch on. Show all. Switch on. Show random. Switch on. Show mod if available, switch, on.
0: And that's the last one. I'll now go back.
5: Riff is fun, 31.3k, and list.
0: We are now back to the main UI. Let's now look at the more options found near the top right corner.
5: More options, button out of list. Pop-up window, login, and list.
0: Tapping on more options, we got login.
5: Search posts. Submit, Settings, Theme, the Browser, Manage Accounts.
0: And that's the last one. Let's now go back up and tap on Settings. Now, this is the main settings. It's different from what we saw in the navigational drawer.
5: Settings, Backup Service. You can backup your settings using the Android backup service. I do not collect the transmitted data. This will not back up your Reddit account info
0: out of list. Tapping on settings, we got a dialogue that talks about the fact that none of your stuff goes to the developer. And on the left-hand side, toward the middle, is the close that is closing this dialogue. You can uncheck it if you don't want your stuff backed up. Let's tap on close. Close button.
5: RIP is fun. Navigate up
6: button.
0: Now we are in the settings, and let's go ahead and take a look at what the settings contains. And remember, I'm just going through this. You can check these things on your own or else this is going to be too long.
5: Search settings out of list.
0: We have search settings.
5: General settings. Browser. Data usage. Content filters. History. Drafts. You must log in first. Disabled. Appearance. Notifications, Reddit web preferences, you must log in first, security and privacy, backup,
0: about. And that's the last one. Let's now go back.
5: Riff is fun, showing items 1 to 12 of 28, more options, button out of list.
0: We are back in the main UI of the app. Remember that the tab that's selected by default is the hot and so, there are lots of articles or posts and things like that in this tab. If I put my finger down, we'll hear some of those postings.
5: Seriously? WTF Wall Street Journal. I 7812 comments. Mildly infuriating. Enlist. Discover up-and-coming artists with music you won't hear anywhere else. Uncharted movie. Expectation versus Reality. I write for Twitter. I 4314 comments
0: and on and on it goes. Now if we want to look at the first one, for example
5: seriously WTf wall street journal iRed.it 7812 comments clear list.
0: Now before we tap on that to read it and look at the comments and all of that, I do want to mention here in passing that to the left of every single posting are two buttons. One is the upvote, and one is the downvote. And these are found at the very left edge of each of the topics. And then to the right edge of each of the topics, we have something that says thumbnail, view link, or something to that effect. And when you tap on that, it will open you to the story.
5: Thumbnail, click the view link.
0: So if I tap here, for example.
5: Seriously, WTF Wall Street Journal. Image, out of list. Text, the Wall Street Journal real estate home the here's YP apostrophe LLB, keeping my shoes on in your shoeless home. Why are you assuming that your guest's shoes are dirtier than your floors?
0: <laughs> anyway, so that's describing some one of the pictures on there and things like that. Now, if we go back Reddit. and you want to see the comments and things like that, what needs to happen is... Is that we actually have to tap on the story or on the posting. So let's find that and tap on it.
5: Seriously? WTF Wall Street
0: when you tap on that, then we have some buttons that pop up below that story or below that posting. And here are those items going from left. To the right corner. We have the following, share, share. I'm going right now,
5: save, hide, ellipses, comments,
0: and comments. Now the ellipses when you tapped on that, that will show you more info about the person posting the story. Of course when you tap on comment, it will take you to the comments, so I'll show you an example.
5: Seriously? WTF Wall Street Journal. 62.2k list. WTF Wall Street Journal. I read.it. Posted to mildly infuriating 8 hours ago by affiliate cat x12.
0: And... down?
5: 79.63 comments. Sorted by best.
0: There are like over 7,000 comments.
5: Comment settings.
0: You could make the choose the comment settings.
5: Urgilberg eighty eight forty two points eight hours ago X two.
0: That's the handle of a commenter, and below that we will hear what his or her comment is.
5: Do that in Finland and you will end up outside.
0: <laughs> and then
5: as a damagita thirty eight twenty-six points six hours ago.
0: And look at their response.
5: Do that in Japan and you'll literally be chased out of the house while being yelled at.
0: I've seen it all. Now, if you want to comment on one of these comments, for example, if we wanted to reply or comment on the one that says, hey, you do this in Japan, and they'll chase you out of the house and be yelled at and things like that, then you tap on it. When you tap on it, we have new buttons, and going from left to right, that's just below that comment that we just tapped on, we have the following buttons going from left to right.
5: Upvote
0: button. We have upvote.
5: Downvote button.
0: Keep going right.
5: More actions button.
0: More actions.
5: Comment permalink button.
0: Comment permalink.
5: Reply button.
0: Reply. And that's the last one. Now in order to make a comment or reply, you have to be signed in in order to do any of those. If I tap here for example.
5: Please log in to reply cancel button
0: out of list it says please log in to reply because i haven't signed in Riff was fun.
5: reply button
0: now before i bring this demonstration to a close let's go ahead now and talk about the settings or permissions that i was talking about earlier on when we got started with this demonstration so for this you either have to go to system settings apps Riff, and then tap on apps default And go choose the links that you would like to see listed. Or simply bring up your recent apps and tap on the info. So I'm going to bring up my recent apps.
5: Recent apps. Riff is fun. 11 of 11.
0: There is my riff. And here you could either activate the talkback menu and then tap on actions and then tap on app info or if you're like me and already have a gesture for showing your custom actions, then all you need to do is activate that custom gesture and tap on App Info. I'll use the latter method that is using my custom gesture to activate the App Info.
5: Actions, close and list.
0: When I activate my custom action gesture, we're landed on Close. If I tap on that, I'll be closing this from the recent apps. That's not what I want. I want to tap on the one that says App Info. App Info. That's what we want. Tap here.
5: App Info. Navigate up. Button out of list. Showing items 1 to 9 of 14.
0: Upon tapping on App Info, we need to scroll down, find, and tap on. Showing
5: items 3 to 13 or 14. Open by default. Allow app to open supported links.
0: That's what we want. So we tap here.
5: Open by default. Navigate up. Button out of list.
0: And here there's a switch that says
5: Open supported links. Switch on.
0: It has to be checked. Now if I put my finger down and keep going down.
5: Zero verified links. Disabled.
0: Zero verified links. Disabled because I don't have anything yet. And below that we'll find the add link. Add link. Tap here.
5: 16 supported links. m.reddit.com and list.
0: Tapping here, we're told there are 16 items.
5: old.reddit.com
0: Keep going.
5: Mod.reddit.com. New.reddit.com. Click.redditmail.com. MP.reddit.com. Reddit.app.link. MP.reddit.com. I.reddit.com. Reddit.com. Red.it. V.red.it.
0: Those are all the different subreddit groups that are associated with the Reddit portal. And there's either Cancel to the left or Add. Now, in order to add, we have to check the ones that we want. In other words, the things that we want to be open directly within the Reddit client. And as I was going through, there was no mention of a checkbox. However, trust me, these things have checkboxes that you could check. However, the screen reader is not reading those. However, if I tap on one, for example, put my FD finger down. Dot dot if I tap here, checked. it is checked. If I tap on it again,
5: not checked.
0: if I tap on it, checked. checked. So I have checked one. Let me tap on another one and check it.
5: Checked.
0: And now on the bottom left, I have either cancel or add. On the right-hand side,
5: cancel button.
0: Cancel. The list.
5: Add button.
0: I'm going to tap on add.
5: Open by default. Add link. And link.
0: after tapping on the add, we're returned to the previous screen. And if I put my finger down,
5: checkbox checked np.dot.reddit.com and checkbox checked reddit.com.
0: If I go down and tap on the add link,
5: add link. 14 supported links.
0: Now we have a total of 14, not 16. So that's how you go about checking the things that you want to add so that you could read them directly from within the client. And that has been Riff.
1: Thanks very much, Warren. And I know Reddit is quite friendly in that respect uh, in terms of making its APIs available for the design of accessible clients. So there are a few, uh, not least Voxmate, of course, which we have featured on this podcast a couple of times, and they have, as part of their app um, or apps, uh, a Reddit client. So uh, thank you, Reddit, for being so accommodating. Other social media networks, most of which are owned by Meta, Uh, please take
2: note is reddit not is reddit not very good on a website then is it is it better to Um, use in an app actually
1: it's easier
0: to use on an app than on the website the website is usually kind of a little bit depending on who you're talking to sometimes it's hard for people to find their way around but i like the uh, apps because they kind of uh, make things right there
2: yeah they get rid of all those annoying adverts and things and that you get well, that get
0: in the way. Can, you can pay to remove ads. You know, on the mm. clients that you know, um, if you don't want ads. But this one that I demonstrated, of course, it's not that bad. It's it's nice and clean. It's
2: good.
1: And finally, this week we have Warren's highlights from Talkback.
0: We continue now with our theme of highlights from Talkback. This is installment 24. In our last installment, installment 23, we started the heading of one-finger-angle gestures. Today, however, owed to a subject matter that keeps popping up on our email group, I would like to jump ahead and talk about the Spoken Language feature. The Spoken Language feature is a feature that, by default, is enabled in both the TalkBack menu and the Reading Controls menu. Thus, what happens is that when you swipe up and down with one finger in one fluid movement, you may come across that spoken language. And by doing so, one may mistakenly change to another language. Now, technically speaking, if all you have is one language on your system, this shouldn't be affecting you. But we've heard again and again how it is that people with one language are affected. I'll show you what I'm talking about. For today's demonstration, I'll be using my Pixel 6 Pro running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.1. For speech services, I am employing the Allison voice from the Vocalizer TTS group. I am on the home screen and now will invoke the TalkBack menu by tapping once with three fingers.
6: TalkBack menu. Actions. enlist.
0: I am in the TalkBack menu, and now I'll tap on TalkBack Settings.
6: TalkBack Settings. TalkBack Settings. Navigate up. Button. Out of list.
0: I am in the TalkBack Settings now, and using two fingers, I'll put two fingers in the middle of the phone, glide those fingers upward, and that scrolls down my page. What I'm looking for this time instead of customized gestures, I'd be looking for an item that says "Customized menus.
6: Showing items four to fifteen of fifteen.
0: I'll now put my finger down, find and tap on "Customized menus.
6: Customize menus.
0: Here's our customized menus. I'll tap here.
6: Customize menus. Navigate up button out of list.
0: When you tap on Customize Menus, we got a couple items. There's the Customize Talkback Menu and Customize Reading Controls Menu. We'll start first with the Customize Talkback Menu.
6: Customize Talkback Menu. To use the Talkback Menu, tap the screen with three fingers. You can also swipe up then right or swipe down then right in list.
0: So I'll tap here to activate the customization of the Talkback Menus.
6: Customize talkback menu. Navigate up. Button. Out of list.
0: We are now on the talkback menu customization page. I'll scroll down with two fingers by gliding up from the middle of the phone again.
6: Showing items 19 to 28
0: of 28. The item that we're looking for here. It's an item that says spoken language and that, by default, will be checked.
6: Spoken language. Change your spoken language. Shows only when you have multiple text-to-speech languages installed. Check box. Checked.
0: So, in other words, this item, even though it's checked, if you don't have multiple languages, it is not going to show in your granularities. In other words, when you swipe up and down with one finger to change the granularity, the spoken language feature is not going to be showing up in that granularity. However, we've heard so many times people saying that it shows up on that granularity, and so for that reason, you want to make sure that this is unchecked. I'll show you what I'm talking about by swiping up and down with one finger to see if actually it shows up on my system knowing that I only have one language installed. I'll now scrub up and down and circle through the granularities. Links. There's the links.
6: Controls. Headings. Headings. Paragraphs. Lines. Words. Characters. Speech rate, Windows, Lynx.
0: I am back to Lynx. You did not hear spoken language because I am using just the one language on my system. However, if you find out that even though you're using one language in your system, you still have that in your granularity, and from time to time it messes you up by changing your language to some other language, then it's time to uncheck this. So I'll go ahead and tap here to uncheck the spoken language.
6: Change your spoken language. Shows only when you have multiple text to speech languages installed. Not checked.
0: I will now go back to the previous window and there go tap on the customized reading controls because it's important that we uncheck this in both areas for if you only uncheck it in one and not the other, it will still show up if you see that's showing up in your system. So I'll go back now to the previous screen.
6: Customize menus. Customize talk back menu. To use the talk back menu, tap the screen with three fingers.
0: Now next, I'm going to go to the Customize Reading Controls menu.
6: Customize Reading Controls. To use the reading controls, swipe left or right with three fingers. You can also swipe up or down with three fingers.
0: I'll tap here.
6: Customize reading controls. Navigate up. Button. Out of
0: list. And again, I'll scroll the page down by putting two fingers in the middle of the phone and gliding those two fingers upwards to scroll down the page.
6: Showing items 7 to 15 of
0: 20. I'll now put my finger down and find the same feature that talks about the spoken language.
6: Spoken language. Change your spoken language. Shows only when you have multiple text-to-speech languages installed. Check box. Checked.
0: As you can see, this one is still checked. So I'll uncheck it.
6: Change your spoken language. Shows only when you have multiple text-to-speech languages installed. Not checked.
0: And that's all it takes. So if you find out that even though you have only one language on your system, and yet you still get the occasional mistaken language switcher, then you want to go in and make sure you turn it off in these two areas, both in the customized talkback menu and the customization of the reading controls. And that is our spoken language feature.
1: That's it this week, folks. Austin, where can people pull our cheeks?
3: So people can pull our cheeks and they can smack our cheeks and whatever they want to do.
2: Contact us at blindandroidusers.com is our email ID. You can visit us on the website blindandroidusers.com. Subscribe to our
3: mailing group, blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io. The links to join our Telegram group, YouTube channel, and Clubhouse
2: will be in the show notes. So do subscribe to everything and let's all
5: make a common Android platform and make this podcast reach to a lot of people.
1: And folks, so that's it. That's a wrap for episode 62. I'll see you next week.
2: Yeah, and I love how Austin magically appeared to us all. Hello, Austin, when you hear this. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye, everybody. Later. And that has been another episode of the Blind Android Users podcast. As always, we appreciate hearing from you. You send those email messages to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. For those My Android Journey stories, we encourage you to send those to myandroidjourney at blindandroidusers.com. Until we see you in our next episode, you have a wonderful day.